This is the Youpreneur FM podcast, where each week we bring you the strategies and resources you need to build, market and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your knowledge and expertise. And now, here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Ah, yes. Hello there and welcome to episode number 407 of Youpreneur FM. You are in the right spot if you are all about building a business based around your expertise, your personality, what makes you uniquely you, and obviously the people that you want to serve and sell to as well. Today, I'm really, really excited to be sharing this conversation that's coming up with you. I uh, genuinely have been in awe of how this particular gentleman and his partner have built an incredible membership-based business over the last five years or so. Uh, I'm talking about, obviously, none other than the one and only Mr. Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys, and obviously the founder or co-founder of the Membership Academy with his partner, Callie. Mike and Callie have actually become very good friends over the last five, six years or so. And uh, not only have they helped us out in our own journey as uh, part of our membership, um, sort of that part of our ecosystem and sort of steering us in the right direction over that time as well, but also he's also been on the stage at both Tropical Think Tank as well as at the inaugural Youpreneur Summit back in 2017. And I had the very big pleasure of uh, closing out the show at their live event at the end of last year as well, which was a true honor, I must say. So before we get into the conversation with Mike, just a quick Thank you, because we continue to see lots and lots and lots of new listeners to the show, uh, both on iTunes as well as on Spotify and, you know, obviously all the other apps that are out there. They're the two biggies, so to speak. And uh, with those listeners comes obviously new subscribers and with those new subscribers comes new reviews. So if uh, if you're listening in, whether you're a long term listener or or a new listener, and you haven't already reviewed the show on your app of choice, please go ahead and do that. I would be genuinely very, very thankful for it. And it's always nice to hear from you guys as well. And remember, easiest way to get a hold of me, quick question you you might want to ask or throw at me. Uh, Maybe I'll answer it directly. Possibly we might turn it into a piece of content because you're not the only one thinking what you're thinking. I can promise you that. Uh, Just go ahead and send me a direct message on Instagram at Chris. Ducker. Be sure to hit that follow button when you're over there as well. So, okay, why is Mike coming back onto the show? I think this is third or fourth time we sort of discuss that actually at the beginning of the conversation. Um, but the reason why I asked Mike to come back on is because they've just celebrated five years over at the Membership Guys uh, of business and they're a seven-figure business. It was pretty much from the outset uh, going to become a very successful business. Anybody that knew Mike and Callie could quite easily see that. But what I love about them, above and beyond everything else, is the consistency at which they have done everything that they've done to grow this incredibly successful business and inspire thousands and thousands of people to be building businesses based around the idea of running and growing a membership. And so here's this conversation with Mike. I hope you genuinely enjoy it. It's a really good, insightful chat on the highs and the lows, the lessons that he's learned, as well as obviously some of the successes as well that's brought him from zero to seven-figure-plus annual revenue as a membership website owner. Enjoy. 
This is the Upreneur FM podcast with Chris Ducker. So, Mike, welcome back to Upreneur FM, my man. Chris, thanks for having me back on the show. I'm becoming a regular. This is awesome. Yeah, it's good. Third or fourth time, I think. You're not yeah. too far behind. Uh, who are the folks? Uh, Pat. Pat Flynn's been on a few times. He keeps sneaking his way back in. Um, <laughs> in like Jay, Bear, Jay Bears. I think. I think Jay Bears got the. Uh, he's holding the uh, the diamond YouTube button right now. I, I think he's. Yeah, he's six or seven guys. Six or seven it's, times. I think it's it's all about those fancy suits. So that's hey, that's good company. Obviously, we're doing something right. Best or you're doing or you're doing something wrong by keep having us back. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm scratch, scratching around for content now is what it is. Um, listen, man, you, you've had a really good year. You know, all things considered, 2020 has been a bit of a disaster for pretty much just for everyone in some way, shape or form. But you, hmm. particularly from a business perspective, have done great. Wanted to get you on to talk about that. Um, and ge- just a general kind of chat really in, in uh, you know, on the subject of five years in business with membership academy the membership guys uh we had a little rebrand there we had a little name change at some point yeah. we can dive into that a little bit and the thought process behind that um yeah your first live and only live event we'll go into that a little bit as well um and just i mean just thousands of customers served um thousands more inspired with everything that you're doing teaching people how to build profitable incredible membership businesses. Um, I will say that before we get into kind of nitty gritty stuff, let's, let's talk kind of like grassroots beginning of beginning of the journey, so to speak. Mm. You've been in business for a while and you had your toes in a lot of different industries. Why memberships? Like why was this the one that you chose to kind of deep dive on? It's something that almost felt like um, was almost fated because I've run kind of little side projects even while I was working um, in, in full-time career. I, I would run little online communities based around my interests, which were always geeky. They were always gaming related. So I would run discussion groups. I would run online communities and some of them were, were monetized um, with subscriptions, but this was before anyone would, would label that a membership. Right. Now, when, when I first started running uh, my own business, we we were just kind of full service. It was full service, online marketing, web design development. And we'd do a bit of e-commerce. We'd create a lot of kind of more traditional brochure sites. Every now and then we do something kind of e-learning related, a membership here and there. So it was always kind of part of the mix, but they were the type of projects that I liked the most personally because they were the ones that tapped into the most stuff in my toolkit and they were generally people starting memberships. They were savvier. They were more switched on. They okay. were more passionate because it's the type of business that, that attracts people who are passionate, people who are very knowledgeable, and people who are in it for the, for the long run. So I always gravitate towards those type of client projects. And then I met Callie. We met, this is why I say it's fated, we met through a membership organization. Oh, and not, okay. not Tinder, for those of you with, with your minds in the gutter, this it there was, was no a, swiping involved. There was no swiping. Right. It was a it was a business networking membership organization that was kind of UK UK wide. And through that membership, it starts getting a little bit 
Inception-y. Through that membership, I was traveling to where she lived in the country to work on a, on a membership project for another client. And while I was down there, was networking, was mingling, we connected, we hit it off, and things went from there. So there was, again, that's a, a nice little um, almost ironic uh, part of the story. But sure. She had a membership. Um, she had a couple of membership elements to her business already. She had an actual membership training area for her clients. She had a subscription box company. And um, so she'd found herself kind of helping other people with some of the bits and pieces of their membership business uh, too. Okay. So we, when we got together, both run our own businesses, but we, we worked separately. In fact, she insisted that I get an office when I first moved in with her so that we didn't work in the same space. Um, but we, we just started collaborating on, on projects, particularly membership-related projects. She was the one who really was hooked on that world. And we just reached a point where we were working so well together. We both loved membership type projects yep. we made it official and with the agency we started together it wasn't too long before we decided to just solely focus on on memberships and you and were that, doing sort of like you you were doing one-on-one work like building memberships yeah. for people helping people run and market them and all the rest of it and then all of a sudden yeah. you turn around and said there's more to it than just one-on-one stuff this is fun and everything but we can have a lot more impact and help a lot more people if we actually set up our own membership teaching people how to build memberships absolutely and like there we, we go wanted, the membership guys was born yeah we want to help more people than than we could one-on-one yeah. and so just the nature of what we were doing made it the obvious next step and it's it's a one that probably came a little bit further down the road than than we'd anticipated because it took us longer to get to a point where we could do it, but sure. it, it paid off. And um, that kind of kickstarted this five-year journey that we just celebrated. And I mean, you, you helped us, um, you helped us with the relaunch, not necessarily the launch. And that's how we discovered each other actually was that, um, you know, you're a true ma- you know, master of your craft. You also get into other memberships to see what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, and all the rest of it. And you became a member of the Youpreneur Academy when we opened mm-hmm. the doors. We connected six months in. It was clear we needed a, a pretty major update of the community ourselves. I reached out to you and said, would you help me? You said, no, we don't do one-on-one anymore. <laughs> and I said, go on, I'll be your best mate. And you said, oh, okay then. So you helped us kind of like rebuild. Um, there's, a bit of, there's a bit of editorializing going on there, but yeah. <laughs> Which we will not go into any no. further in this particular episode, Mike. Um, so, so we kind of like, we, we worked on, on that together and it was clear, like what I, what I loved about your sort of focus even back then and still now is that you you haven't kind of yes you kind of dipped your your toes into other bits and pieces like the live event game we'll talk about retain as a conference in a minute but ultimately the core business for the membership guys has been the membership academy and yeah. the core messaging behind that has not changed at all since day 1 and it's still Quite frankly and very simply, we will help you to build a successful membership website. And that's it. 
not much yeah. more has changed at all. How do you, I mean, obviously the membership space as a whole has grown a lot over the last five years. What are the big things? What are the big, well, let's, let's put it like this. What are two or three things that have worked really well for you to stay on point with that messaging? Um, the, the focus, the discipline around uh, sticking to that, that core mission, which is simple. As you said, we help people build, launch, and grow successful membership sites. And for us, the singular best way of doing that is within our own membership. Because right. not only do you learn what you need to learn, but we are this living case study. And so if you're smart and our members are smart, you tap into both, you learn on those two levels. And so the fulfillment of that mission is best achieved for us by prioritizing membership academy. We've all, we of course have other elements to what we do. Yeah. Um, we, we have affiliate revenue is a very strong additional source of revenue. We've always done some form of events, whether it's it's generally been smaller events, workshops, mastermind days, things like that, which, you know, we, we stepped it up to our first conference last year as well. But even with that, with things like books, with um, higher level mastermind programs we've done, the academy has always been yes. the jewel in the crown. And so everything else we've done in business has been strategically implemented in a way that preserves that that focus that that situation i think a big a big big part of what's enabled us to stay that course is avoiding distractions it's avoiding being pulled off track along the way because we have this background in a lot of different industries because we have an unusually diverse skill set ourselves you usually don't get people who can build, who can design websites, who also know how to market, who know how to sell, who can write copy. You don't usually get that. That is a blessing and a curse because it makes us want to weigh in on every conversation around business and marketing. It makes us want to start blogs dispensing more general business advice. But again, the fulfillment of our core mission requires us to be more more disciplined and Let, but let's, it can let's, be challenging. I was going to say, let's dive on that from a challenging perspective. Then, so last year or late 2018, you were like, we're going to put on our own event and mm. we're going to call it retain. And it's going to be exclusively for people that already have memberships up and running. This isn't a beginner kind of type thing and it's going to be great. And we're going to put it on late 2019 and it's going to be amazing. And then the reality kind of set in that, Actually, this is a lot of work and yeah. to do it at the level that you wanted to do it at. And you've, you've <clears throat> confided in me, and I know you've probably talked about it um, publicly as well, mm. so I won't be out of place by saying this, but you've admitted like this was a problem for you guys. Like You did take yeah. your eye, not necessarily off the ball, but you, weren't, you didn't have the ball at your feet as much as you wanted, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've, we've kind of admitted to this um, and it's a lot easier to admit to it because retain went well, like our yes. live event went yeah, well. If it had a bomb, it would have been yeah. a disaster. <laughs> yeah, but you know that when I when I talk about the the discipline and everything we do, uh, essentially being done in a way that preserves the the membership academy as the core of our business. That conference last year is the first time where something else was prioritized heavily 
over yeah. the academy. Now, from a day-to-day perspective for our members, they, they won't have noticed. We didn't really skip a beat in terms of delivering to those customers, but we also did have to delay a lot of our plans. We, we weren't showing up the way that we wanted to within the academy, the way we pride ourselves on doing. And we were distracted. It wasn't just, it, it wasn't even so much about it being more work and it taking more time. But you know yourself, man, you, you're the king of, of incredible live events. You put a lot into designing that experience. You, it, it's a different mindset. It's, and switching between the, the mindset and the mentality that is required to focus on selling an event, planning an event, into the type of mindset that, that you use when you're running a membership, it's, it's difficult. It's challenging. And so, you know, we'd, we'd maybe you'd set out the to-do list for a day and there'd be two or three things event related and two or three things academy related, but you get through the event stuff and you just cannot snap into membership mode. So that was definitely a challenge for us. Um, it's something that will likely affect our likelihood of ever doing the event again. The event was a success, um, but we, um, it, it, has taken us a little bit longer to almost recover and snap back into uh, like, like this is focusing. what we do yeah yeah um so the hangover from from essentially having this conference as our priority for for a year the top priority versus the membership as the top priority the hangover for that has um uh, has not been ideal and so yeah, it's it. That's probably the first time in five years where we've had that level of distraction, um, and the the event was never done to drive members. It was never done as a sales or a marketing thing. It was done because we just wanted to put on a badass event for our community. Yeah, and that's that's all well and good, but the cost to do that, and I don't mean the financial cost. Um, it's probably it's wasn't worth it as well. Yeah, right? like massively. It's actual mental bandwidth. Mm. I don't think, you know, there's a big difference. And I've attended as an attendee myself a couple of your smaller mastermind events, which you've held, which have always been very insightful, very useful, very valuable days out. Um, good spread of food, great yeah. coffee, and good, I, good, good yeah. conversation. What more you know you're going to get right? fed. You know you're going to get fed at one of my things. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, the but first like, thing I look at. You know, there's a big difference between doing something like that for 15, 20 people, for example, compared yeah. to an event for two, three, 400 people. There's a massive difference between it. It's everything from venue to logistics to, you know, you name it, right? And yeah. I think a lot of people don't actually really know. And if I'm to be honest, now I'm on my soapbox about this. I don't actually think a lot of people truly actually recognize mm. Um, how much work goes into putting on a large-scale live event. They turn up, they enjoy it, they have a good time, they get lots out of it. But us event organizers, you know, we this is something we work on for six, eight, nine months of the yeah. year on and off. You know, they and don't the, see that, which is okay, but, you know, truth is truth, right? Yeah, and the thing is, you know, we could have, we could have um, done it with a lot less taxation on our bandwidth we could have put on a decent event that we you know people would have been happy enough with but the standards that we set for ourselves in how we show up how we deliver uh, just meant that we we 
we had to raise the bar in terms yeah. of um, how how we showed up. Like we we don't half-ass things. We no. go at things full on, and we show up in the absolute best way that we possibly can. Yeah. But again, this was kind of the for us that that lesson in maintaining a high level of performance and firing on all cylinders, but trying to do it for for two big things yeah. that was probably almost a biting off more than more than we can chew um and yeah we we could do it again and we could phone it in or we could just kind of just do more of the same or um you know not try and improve on the previous years but we wouldn't be happy with no. that in the same way that we just weren't happy with the feeling that we weren't giving 100 to the academy during that time but in yeah. five years i would say that's probably that's probably been our biggest kind of wobble in terms of maintaining that discipline. Sure. But mm-hmm. other than that, um, we've been pretty pretty resolute at sticking out that core mission that that we have from day one at making the academy the focal point. You know, we don't get involved in any of these big affiliate promotions. No. You'll never you never see us emailing stuff out to our email list to promote other people's stuff. Like we we don't. We everything we do is centered around driving the academy so and and that's the thing it's like it's it's one offer you either want it and you need it or you don't at this point you might need it at some point in the future so please stay tuned kind of thing and i think there's a lot to be said for that level of clarity as well i will also say and i we've got to bring this up as well is i think one of the big driving components of your success and building this into a seven-figure business with thousands of members paying you every single month is you know the importance of showing up every single month for those paying members but also even if people aren't paying even if they're a member of the quote-unquote extended community right of the podcast listeners the blog readers the social media fans and followers like you're still showing up for those guys with your content and you've actually had a really simple strategy in regards to creating this content over these five years give it to us break it down yeah it's 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 not it's a simple shiny <laughs> sexy thing it is it's simple and you know content marketing has kind of been the heart of everything we've done since since day one um with our podcast in particular which is the thing that we really went all in with from from an early stage when we kick things off, we try to juggle blogging weekly, podcasting weekly, video content on YouTube weekly. But at the beginning, that was just way too much. So we went all in on the podcast. But the the aim for that is, has been to create content where we always have an answer to a question. So the most obscure questions about memberships, if someone asks it in our Facebook group, if someone searches for it in, in Facebook, uh, sorry, in Google, they will find us. Mm-hmm. And that that question driven, problem solution driven uh, strategy for for our our content has really really helped us uh, become just discoverable. Like yep. the discovery vehicles of iTunes, the discovery vehicles of Google are huge, and so that that helped us very quickly make a name for ourselves, as well as you know within our Facebook group, if someone asks a question, you can pretty much guarantee we can point them to a podcast episode. There's the whole thing with Apple when Apple first brought out the App Store where their tagline was, there's an app for that. So right. for every for every obscure situation, for every need you might have, of course there's an app for that. Right. Our, our approach is we wanted 
to be able to say there's a podcast for that. And even now, five years in, someone posts a question in our free Facebook group and I'll go in and kind of say, you might find this podcast episode interesting. Um, you'll get comments like, I shouldn't have known there'd be a podcast episode about that. <laughs> of course so be, there's you, a podcast. You, you've been, you ultimately been programming people now yeah. to know that there's going to be a podcast episode to answer that question. Yeah. How many episodes you're in now? Uh, 272, I believe, is the latest. Oh, no, 276, because I, yeah, I'm getting mixed up because I recorded 272 after 276. But, yeah, it's 276. 276 questions and answers. Obviously, there's been some interviews in there as well, um, but ultimately answers to people's questions, plain simple. Yeah, and honestly, you know, the the amount of people as well that we get popping up saying they've just binge listened to the entire archive and that kind of blows me away one i've kind of have to make sure that they're okay you know they don't have any more serious problems they need addressed from having decided to spend all that time listening to 270 odd episodes but there's so much gold because it's evergreen content we don't chase trends in fact the one or two episodes where we've where we jumped on a, a current trend or something that is very current and newsworthy they've been the worst episodes we've ever done mm-hmm. because okay. two or three weeks later they become redundant. We did an yep. episode on, on you know, what does Amazon's new subscription marketplace mean for the membership world? The answer was nothing because they ditched the idea like a week or two after the podcast came out. So we don't take that approach. We create solid evergreen content where the advice will still, be, like the advice in our first few episodes is still relevant today. Yeah. And that that is gold dust for our, for our strategy. But so we started that simple, but we did, we've refined and we've evolved it over what time. What I like also is that you, you know, we should not be talking about your podcast content without bringing up Callie's show yes. as well, behind the membership, which is ultimately where you get people 99% of the time who are members of yeah. the membership academy who come on to a show with Callie and fundamentally she grills them about what works, what doesn't work for them, yeah. what, you know, how they grew their membership, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got, I think really right there, you've got that one, two punch scenario where you've got your hardcore how to stuff with Mike. And then you've got that practical being there, done it sort of approach with Callie between those two shows. You really don't need to listen to any other podcast at mm-hmm. all when it comes to building a successful membership website. That's it. Yeah. And your diet. The- yeah, and the the main thing with Cali Show as well is it's not about just interviewing success stories. We interview people who failed. We've interviewed people who've had to close down the membership because it's it's better for us to make sure that we're pulling no punches about the the bad stuff of memberships. We're not just talking about the incredible successes. Yeah, we're actually painting a very realistic picture of this is it's a business. We teach we teach business. We teach this business model. We, we teach people how to run this as a business, not as a get rich quick thing, not as this um, incredible aspirational, wow, look at all these people making all this money. You too can be rich like them because there's enough of that in our space. Mm, mm, yeah. And you know, there's, if you want podcasts where you just get all the cheery, look how great I did, you can go and get those. But you mentioned before your diet is what we deliver and if we talk in dietary terms, you don't want that junk food. We don't deliver a sugar high. We give you the protein. We give you the good stuff. We give you the stuff you need. And that benefits us 
from a marketing point of view, because it means that the people that we attract to our membership are better informed. They have more realistic expectations. They're ready to do the work. And as a result, they stay longer. And that's all about marketing beyond the sale. And so for us, what, what is a relatively simple marketing strategy actually has quite a few layers of, of sophistication to it in terms of how it primes people to be better members once they actually join the academy. Because at the core of what we do is what we call our marketing flywheel, where it's not just about getting those, those sales. We attract the right kind of people we get them into our membership, we blow their socks off, and we turn them into advocates. And they, in turn, bring more people into our world. They recommend our content. They send people our way. They come in, we blow them away. More advocates. And that right. chain rolls on and rolls on. And yeah, it's, it's, that's, we, we've had success with running challenges. We do a yearly Christmas promo. That is probably one of the most popular things we do, Advent calendar promo that always drives sales, that drives engagement. So there's a lot of other elements to what we do, but at the core of our success is that content marketing strategy, that member-first messaging that we use where we write and we post on social and we create podcast content with the assumption that if you're listening, you're a member. Yeah. And the, the members aren't the minority. The members aren't the other. If you're listening, you like our stuff and you, you're interested in being successful in memberships, obviously you're a member, right? Hang on, you're not? Okay, well, you can fix that by going to, to this sure. address. Whereas most people do it the other way around. Yeah. They assume that their people aren't customers. Um, and so they tailor their content around that. So, I love it. Yeah, so it's, it's been the cornerstone of what we did. And no matter what else has been going on, and that's just being consistent. We consistently show up. We don't just show up when we want something. We don't just show up when we're launching our course or we're opening the doors to our membership. We're there. We're around all the time. We don't try and force people into being ready to buy. We make sure that we are the clear option when the time's right for them to buy, not forcing them to buy on our time. Um, and it, it works. You know, we've been blessed to be able to just continue exponential growth since since day one i love that man yeah and there's very few businesses that have grown month on month year on year particularly in 2020 um you guys are clearly leading the way particularly in this industry and i wanted to celebrate that with you and i wanted to highlight uh, that for not only for yourself and your own members but also for all us youpreneurs as well. So thank you very much for coming on and chatting it up with me again. Um, we'll, wait, we'll, we'll wait another six months or so. We'll bring you back again. <laughs> You'll catch up with Mr. Ben yeah. at some point. I, I feel like, can, can, do you need a co-host just until I've surpassed Jay <laughs> yeah. Bear? Right. <laughs> and then you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, good. All right, good stuff. For you guys tuning in, you want to find out a little bit more about Mike Cali membership websites, their business, the academy, and everything else. Show notes over at youpreneur.com forward slash 407. I'll be back again with another episode of the show, actually, where we're going to be diving deep. And I mean deep, just like Axel Foley. I'm going deep, deep, deep undercover in the next episode. We're going to be planning the future of your business going into next year and you're going to love it. I'll see you then. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Youpreneur FM. 
We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, why not head over to our official website at upreneur.com to access all our tools and resources essential to building, marketing, and monetizing a future-proof business based around your expertise. We'll see you next time.